Hi, I'm Evangelist Felicia Wallace. Thank you for tuning in to the A Light for Christ podcast, where our aim is to reach the masses for Christ in this current day of chaos, distractions, and confusion. We have set out on this journey to encourage the weary, revive those of us who have been complacent in our faith, and redirect the lost and misguided. We are ordained pastors of the Light of the World Church of God, organized under the Church of God Ministries, Anderson, Indiana. We hope you will consider supporting our ministry by visiting our website at alightforchrist.com or from the links provided on our podcast episodes. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and support. God bless you. In today's message, Pastor Melvin gives insight on how we can do the right thing, even in the heat of the battle, as he reminds us our choices has consequences. So take a moment to take a listen and be blessed. Today's scripture reading comes out of the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 13, verses 6 through 14. And it reads as such, When the men of Israel saw that their situation was critical and that their army was hard-pressed, they hid in caves and thickets among the rocks and in pits and cisterns. Some Hebrews even crossed the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. Saul remained in Gilgal, and all the troops with him were quaking in fear. He waited seven days, the time set by Samuel. But Samuel did not come to Gilgal, and Saul's men began to scatter. So he said, Bring me the burnt offering and the fellowship offering. And Saul offered up the burnt offering. Just as he finished making the offering, Samuel arrived, and Saul went out to greet him. What have you done? asked Samuel. Saul replied, When I saw that the men were scattering and that you did not come at the set time and the Philistines were assembling at Michmash, I thought now the Philistines will come down against me at Gilgal and I have not sought the Lord's favor. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering. You acted foolishly, Samuel said. You have not kept the command of the Lord your God gave you. If you had, he would have established your kingdom over Israel for all time. But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him as leader of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. The title of this word today is how to do the right thing, because we are in a situation now, and this illustrates that you cannot always learn through what people do right, okay? Sometimes we must learn through what people do wrong, all right? It takes that for some of us to learn. We talk about children, you know, they have to put their hand on the stove before they can learn. Sometimes we have to uh, learn from warnings. Sometimes it takes the mistakes 
of others for others to learn. We are living in a time now, especially at this present time, where people just don't know what to do, all right? And if you don't know what to do, the first thing we should learn is learn what not to do. Because if you eliminate what not to do, then you will be in a good position to do what you should be doing. And in this case here, uh, we will learn this from uh, this scripture. And of course, this scripture is about King Saul, who was the first uh, king of Israel. And they wanted him to be king because all the other countries had kings. Uh, God would have preferred for them to have a prophet, a man who was closer to God than a king would be, a man who would be less politically uh, obligated than a prophet would be, than a man of God would be. But Israel, this is what Israel wanted, and this is what Israel got, okay? And so we have this man here who, uh, because he wasn't right with God, he wasn't God's choice, he was doing things that was outside of the will of God, all right? And that ended up with him doing things outside of what God wanted him to do. This is what's happening today because I'm talking about many people in general do not know where to turn to. Uh, they're not making the right decisions, but we must learn how to do the right thing. And of course, we see here the Israelites led by Saul saw that they were outnumbered and outmanned by the Philistines. This raised a problem for them. It got to the point where Saul told them, the man of God told them to just hold off for seven days before you go out and do anything. Seven days. Samuel told Saul that. But when they began to see what they were going up against, they began to get frightened. And so Saul, who had no authority to do so, put up offerings up to God. But we have to understand that if you're not a godly man, you cannot put up proper sacrifices up to God, all right? But he wanted to do things his way. We cannot do things our way. That was a mistake that he made. The next thing, he began to make these unacceptable sacrifices. We have people who claim God this, God that, you know, but they are not near to God as uh, uh, they would like for people to think that they are. And so uh, when the true uh, man of God, Samuel, came down, he told him just how foolish it was. You are to wait for God. And because of that, because you didn't, your reign will be cut short. This is what uh, Saul did wrong. He was afraid. Next, he put up uh, sacrifices according to his own understanding. And it wasn't pleasing to God. But you might want to ask, well, pastor, how do we do the right thing? Prayer must be undertaken. That's the first thing. Some of us will pray to God when we are in trouble. Some of us will pray to God when we uh, 
want something from God. But, you know, we must communicate with God even what I'm trying to say is even when we don't feel like it. Uh, sometimes we can get so frustrated and we can get so out of sorts that uh, God will have to come to us like he did with uh, Adam. Adam, where I thought the plans of God must be understood. And what is there to understand, Pastor? Well, is this. God's plans are superior to our plans, all right? God may be working something in us that we don't even realize, and we may have a plan to go one way, but God has a plan for us to go another direction. His plans are superior to ours. He made us for his purpose. And when we are at our best in life and for him is when we are operating under his superior plans for us, all right? God's plans is sufficient in covering our needs to glorify his name. Patience must overtake urgency. We have to work on his time. The day seems like it's short for us, but you know, a day to God, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. Mm -hmm. See, that was Saul's problem. He wanted the timing to be on his terms, but the timing had to be on uh, the terms of God. Our timing uh, will be right when we have patience, when we put patience over the urgency of timing will be right. And also when our timing is right, our terror will be eliminated. All right. Because see, if you're not with God, you, we are going to be in terror about these things that is happening before us right now. But we must be with God and uh, the terror will be eliminated. And when uh, the timing is right and when the terror is eliminated, the testimony about God will be made. And that's all we have to do, beloved. These are the things that we must do in order to uh, uh, be what we should be for the Lord, in order for us to do the right thing. And I'm going to finish this uh, sermon with a story about a preacher who was a humble preacher. And he, in early in his uh, calling to the ministry, he went to a seminary school with uh, a couple of other preachers. And these preachers had high ambitions. One wanted to be a, uh, a preacher who was politically active and active in the social justice. And, and uh, he spent uh, uh, his calling, I should say, uh, in a high profile way, okay? The next one, he turned out to be a uh, preacher who, well, he was a prosperity preacher and he became world renowned just as well as the uh, uh, political preacher. But this particular preacher, he just wanted to be a um, good representative of God. And that's what he did throughout his career. Now, we put it 40 years later. Uh, things have changed for the, all of these preachers. The social, the political preacher, uh, well, wasn't the same anymore. 
neither was the prosperity preacher, but that uh, gospel preaching preacher, that gospel uh, minister who was so quiet and so humble, uh, you know, received his honor uh, from God, who God instructed the people to honor him. And uh, he was asked the question, you know, uh, you are such a quiet man. You are such a humble man. Uh, how is it that you have gotten so much favor from God and, and, and glorifying his name and so much honor from the people? And the man said, well, I preach the gospel at all times. And when necessary, I use words. And so what we're saying is when you do the right thing, you won't have to loudmouth. You won't have to go out and, uh, uh, and do things to be noticed. But, you know, the honor will come to you. All right. Amen. Hi, this is Pastor Melvin. We hope you've been uplifted by the word today. We hope you were blessed. But, you know, I want to talk to you about the urgency and the importance of being right with Christ. Romans 10, beginning in verse 8, gives us instruction. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised them from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Are you willing to give your heart today? If so, repeat after me. Dear Lord, I admit this day that I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness. Believe that you are the atoning sacrifice for my sins and that you died on the cross to pave the way to eternal life. I ask you, come into my heart and make me whole again through the power of your resurrection that I may be born again and enter into the fellowship of the universal body of Christ. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Welcome to the family and stay planted in the Lord. This is very important. So God bless you.